Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two first-year physical therapy students sharing our grad school experiences to help PT students around the world. Embark on this journey with us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physiomemes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. In this episode with Mohammed, we chat about how he started a podcast during PT school in an accelerated physical therapy program, and his podcast is the Halo Effect Podcast. Yeah, and he also gave us his backstory on his PT school journey and his success over imposter syndrome, and like Sarah said, how having a podcast has been really beneficial for him as a student and for his platform. So we hope you enjoy this episode with Muhammad. Welcome everyone to another episode of Gratitude. So for today, we have a very special guest and we have Muhammad on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. Yes. Oh, we. Oh, go ahead, Sarah. That's all. Oh, of course. <laughs> go ahead, Gabby. So we want to know a little bit more about your journey into physical therapy and where you are right now. Um, so again, my name is Mohammed. Uh, I'm a student physical therapist at the University of Mary Hardin Baylor in Texas. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, in the middle of nowhere, Temple, Texas. Um, shout out to everybody here, the 500 people here. It's I'm exaggerating the number. I don't know. It's probably even less. But um, so I came into physical therapy um, initially because of a conversation that I had with my father. And that was kind of like right before I got into college. Cause I knew that I wanted to start college <clears throat> with a goal in mind as to like what I wanted to do. I didn't want to be that person who started college and had no idea what they wanted to do. And was taking all these classes and ended up being there for like seven years, you know? So I wanted to like have everything set. And I remember like having this one conversation with him and he was telling me about his experiences with physical therapy. So um, when I was younger, my dad was uh, working full time at a gas station. And uh, just to keep the story short, basically, he was like robbed and shot in the knee. And so like with a shotgun, like five feet away. And so um, long story short, the doctor would, was telling him that he would never be able to like work again. He wasn't he wasn't supposed to be able to like walk again properly he'd be wheelchair bound for the rest of his life. Um, and that just kind of like struck him to the core. Like he was losing it because he was like our sole provider for our family. And so, you know, if he's not able to work, then like, what would he do with me and my sister and my mom? <clears throat> so it was a cool story to hear because he talks about how he gets into like physical therapy. Um, and the physical therapist is just super nice, super genuine, compassionate, works with him through, like, works with him through it all the way. Uh, he recovers, like, perfectly well. 
Um, now, if you were to see him in the street walking, which he can like now perfectly fine, uh, you would never even know that he was injured. And so I just think it's, and so I heard that story and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like, I'm going to look more into this. And so um, I took some shadowing, like I did some shadowing hours at a, a, a clinic nearby, it's like an outpatient ortho clinic. Um, but I just immediately like sensed like that, that connection between like the patient and the, and the therapist and how close they were. And they were having like these very like genuine, authentic conversations. And it was just like, you can just see, it's not like a doctor's office where you walk in and okay, here, I'm going to look at this checkboard the whole time, check you off. Okay. You're good to go. Here's your script and you can leave. It was very like, um, personal. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And it was a way for me to incorporate my passion of like working out um along with it and so you know um yeah so that's basically what brought me to physical therapy um went to uta uh got my bachelor's uh i did not get in my first year um so i took that year off to go work as a strength and conditioning coach uh at the fitsmith shout out max um my old boss but um then I eventually got accepted my second year and I'm so thankful for UMHB for accepting me and giving me a chance to like prove myself, I guess. So yeah, that's where I'm at. No, that's so cool. So you had a year off then or how, what was the time between undergrad and grad school? Uh, one year. Okay. Nice. We're on the same boat here. A year yes. plus a little bit, whatever. Yeah. Um, so after that gap year and like starting PT school, how was that transition for you? Um, I think it was the best thing that could ever happen to me, honestly. Like I was so stressed coming out of um, um, undergrad. And I remember like thinking like when I did get accepted, it was like, man, like had I came straight into PT school after this, I would have just probably lost it. Like there's no way. Um, I think it was a really good mental break. I think it was really good to get back in touch with like the sports side of everything. Cause before that I had been a tech for like two years. And so getting back in touch with like the more functional side of, of that aspect, I guess, because you know, it goes hand in hand, um, strength and conditioning and, and rehab and stuff like that, because you incorporate like your creativity with creating exercises into like PT. And then you get to like work around your experiences. And then plus you have like that personal aspect, but um, sorry, your question. Yes, it was that that whole experience itself was um, was was probably the best. Like I loved it. I'm glad that I took that year off. It helped my mindset so much better. Like it helped me with that a lot. So. Yeah, I know we can definitely say that for all of us. And going into it, did you find that it was hard to adjust once you started, you know, a grad school program? And you, I know you said earlier that your program was accelerated. Did you yes. find yourself having trouble in the first semester adjusting? Uh, definitely. It was, yeah, that was a really hard semester for me. Um, there, we have this, the way it was broken up our classes was like, everything was like, we had oh, what was it, four, four or five classes total, but one of them was like seven credit like hours. One, one class was like seven credit hours in itself. So you screw up on that one, you're like screwed almost. And so, uh, excuse me, but um, and that was human anatomy. And so um, I think, 
it was it was really hard to get adjusted to because I hadn't been studying or doing anything studious in that past year, uh, besides studying for my CSCS, um, which by the way helped a lot actually. Now that I think about it for functional anatomy, but not so much for human anatomy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so yeah, it was a tough transition, um, but I got through it, and yeah, I think it was good. And here you are. So when did you actually start? What month did you start PT school? Mm, August. <clears throat> okay. So yes. you started in August of 2018. For those of the listeners listening in like 2025 and they're going back <laughs> to this, think about that. You'll be a PT by then. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> Excuse me. So wait, what, what year are you guys in? You guys are closing in on your first year, right? I'm closing in on my first year. Gabby just started her second year um, at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So like, so what about you guys? Like, I mean, you said that you had, was it so wait. Okay. Forgive me here. Gabby is the one mm-hmm. I'm talking. I'm Sarah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I said. Obviously you didn't. You didn't <laughs> obviously what I said, Sarah. And then Gabby is the second year. Okay. So, um, did, Gabby, Gabby, did you have a year off as well, or did you go straight into PT school? I did. I had a year off between undergrad and grad school because same thing. I was so burnt out from undergrad that I needed a break. I could not handle just mentally going from undergrad, graduating, having probably two weeks, maybe a little less to pack all my stuff and move and then start right away. There is no way. Some of my classmates did that. Props to them. And they are doing so well. Um, but yeah, that transition would be so hard. So I, I know personally I needed a break. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Sarah? What about you? How was that transition for you? Yeah. Flipping the interview around on us already. I love it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mine was not by choice. I absolutely wanted to have that life of like only have a couple weeks between undergrad and grad school, but it just didn't happen for me. Um, I applied to five schools my first try. I didn't make it in. I was waitlisted for one, uh, denied from all the others. And the next year I tried again, I applied to 13 more schools and was slowly denied from all of them, waitlisted for the same school again. Uh, decided to move to Indiana with my boyfriend because he got his first job out of college out there. We got all settled. I was like, I'm not getting in. You know, I I was already waitlisted. This isn't happening. And uh, that was, you know, a couple months later after after I was all settled, they called me in June, like a couple weeks before school was going to start and said, you're in. Welcome. Nice. (laughs) Very, very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember getting that. that that get in letter like you're you're in and that was so surreal for me like I still think about like that that was crazy like I knew that it would be if I ever did get accepted but like there's just just no other feeling it's great it's a great feeling it is it's incredible and for that transition from undergrad to grad I well undergrad gap year and a half grad school I think the toughest transition is for students to overcome like the workload. And that's, that's what we want to talk about today a little bit, because all of us are doing things outside of the classroom. And we just want to show you guys it's manageable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, for those 
um, who don't know, I also have my own podcast. And so like, this is really cool. So when I found you guys, we talked about this before, uh, when I found uh, Gabby and Sarah online and I saw that they were like doing their own thing too, I was like, great, I'm not the only crazy person out there who's, you know, <laughs> who's doing stuff outside of the classroom. So I just thought that was great. Gabby's like trying to hold her water in. Is that, is that <laughs> just spit that out. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. But, I'm okay yeah. with you guys on the community. You guys will know soon. Oh my gosh. No, this, this <laughs> is great. But I do want to say, or you can cut that out. Um, sorry. Whenever we say, just cut it out. Uh, <laughs> we... We send this away to, we have a couple interns. And so Gabby has gotten the habit as of the last two episodes saying, Courtney, you can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's terrible because normally we just listen back to it. Anyway, continue, <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> Wait, what are you cutting out? The one that where I call myself weirdo? Keep that. That's good. No, no, no. I was, no, no, no. I, was, I, I was starting to say something and then it's not what I wanted to say. So I was like, yeah, just. Oh, I need some interns. I do that all the time. Courtney, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Oh my gosh. I love, ah. Man, okay. this is so much fun. Okay, is- back to what I, okay, what I wanted to say. So when did you decide as you were going through school, busy as a student, that you wanted to start a podcast? And like we said, because we're weirdos, adding more work and time to our already busy lives. Um, I think my, well, my friend actually got me, shout out Thorig. Um, so it's a hard name to say. Um, yeah, he, he has his own podcast. It's called Sports Decaf. And I remember like sitting there cause he interviewed me, like me being like a CSCS he interviewed me asking me about like a lot of like sports injuries that I've like seen and uh, in the gym. And so um, I remember sitting there talking with him and he was like, dude, you should do one for like student, like physical therapists. And I was like, no, like I started to get like this imposter syndrome. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to feel like, yeah, yeah. You're like raising your eyebrow. That's a hundred percent like how I felt. And I just um, like, you start to get that feeling where like, I don't want to act like I know what I'm talking about and, you know, I don't even know what to talk about. What am I going to talk about? Like injuries. I don't know anything about that. Like, I don't know anything about, um, or not injuries, but like, like rehab and stuff like that. I don't know like anything feature related to what I'm going to school for. And so he was like, well, why don't you just do it from like a perspective of like a student and just like, you know, have them like learn with you. And I was like, okay, that's not like a bad idea at all. And so, you know, just coming up with a few names and like kind of throwing my ideas out there and just asking people around me what they thought it just kind of came to life and so um been going strong ever since i grabbed like uh i managed to grab like three people right before i actually like started the podcast just to make sure that i had some people online to interview and yeah so um if you listen to like my first episode coming like up to now like the most recent one with the physio tutors um i think my transitions have gotten a lot more smoother and like i guess you can see like the growth in that um so i yeah it just it came to life and i loved it and so it's great and here you are how many months right. later when did you start this oh good question i think that's i think it was march was it march april May. yes i think it was march okay so 
four months ago, let's say. Mm -hmm. And that was only after the first semester and a half of your PT school career? Yes. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it was. Just to put into perspective for everybody listening, that's doable. Yes, 100%. 100% doable. Um, like, uh, I, think the, I think the hardest thing starting it up was, um, was like, just doing it. Like, I think the hardest thing is just to actually just put yourself out there and just do it. I know it sounds so cliche and it sounds like, oh, okay, that's corny, but really like just throwing yourself out there, just like you, you put yourself out there and that's it. Everyone knows you're there. And so now you're kind of forced to just keep going, if that makes sense. And so um, if you're doing something that you enjoy, obviously, then it just, it's no longer work. It's just play kind of thing. You know what I mean? even though you're doing a lot of good, like you guys are doing so, so, so well with your podcast. And I've seen what you guys have done with like, um, uh, what is it? Your recent scholarship giveaway kind of thing. And that's great. And so, you know, slowly, but surely, like, even if it's like one thing people catch from like our episodes, that's, that's all we care about is that like someone's, someone feels good listening to it or someone feels a lot better and they grow from it kind of thing. And so that's great. Yeah, that is so true. And that pretty much, you know, sums up a lot of a lot of our experience with the podcast and starting, growing, you know, the first few episodes were rough. And we can all say that because <laughs> you know, the first ones you don't know what to expect. You don't know how to do transitions or just not be not feel awkward talking even though no one's looking at you. So it's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's all about growth. And I love what you said. You, you want to do it for your audience. Once you put yourself out there, you can't give up. You've, Mm -hmm. you've already set an expectation in a bar that you don't want to, (laughs) you don't want to let go. And, Mm -hmm. you know, once you have your podcast out there, then your audience expects to have episodes, you know, once a week or however many times that you publish. And it is doable. Like you said, you're doing it from a student's perspective and it's better because then there are students who have their CSCS, which are so many PT students, and Mm -hmm. they can gain your insight and experience from your interviews and your, um, and everybody who you have on your podcast. So I love what you said, and that's very relatable for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm curious, how have you been managing this? How, for everyone listening, if they're like, okay, I have this idea, maybe it's not a podcast, maybe it is, whatever their idea is, how do you manage that on top of PT school? I think my thing was, um, I set the bar like super, super high starting up, and I said that I was gonna do an episode every week. I said I was gonna do one every Saturday, I was gonna release it, and it was gonna be great, and my perfect little world. Uh, What I soon realized was that that was not possible for me because everything just got really crazy. So then I started to think, I was like, well, it doesn't matter when I put it out. I'm not doing this for anybody, I'm not anyone's employee, I'm my own boss, I can put out my episodes whenever I want. It can be a lot more authentic that way. It can be more um, real. And I'm not like rushing to get just anybody out there. I want to get like the best people to come out and talk and, and uh, provide their insight. The people that I know are going to provide the, my listeners or whoever um, with like the information that they want. So I think um, one thing that 
uh, I can, I guess I can quote Kai on this now, or is it, yeah, Andreas, I'm so bad with names, I'm so bad. I already, I got you guys' name mixed up before this. Um, Andreas said that, uh, like, if you set your own metric, then you can't disappoint yourself kind of thing. It was something, it wasn't exactly like that, but it was something similar to that. And it, and I think that that stuck with me where like since then, it's only been like two days, but like um, that stuck with me because that's exactly what I did with the podcast. I set my own metric, I do what I want and it comes out well and if people like it, great. And if they don't like it, I'm sorry, it sucks. You know, just how it is. So yeah. I just, I think that's the best way to go about it. So if it's a blog, like you said, if it's a blog, if it's a podcast, just set your own metric. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be on a specific day, a specific time. It can be whenever you want to put it out. It can be once every month. It can be like, I don't know, just whatever. And so I think that just helps ease the tension and stress a lot better. It makes it, it makes it less stressful. Yeah, definitely. And that's the joy of making your own thing whether it's a podcast, whether it's a blog, whether it's just you on your social media talking about your journey and maybe you don't even want to do any of this. You just want to post every whatever, whatever's happening in your life. And maybe someone else out there can relate to you and gain some insight and gain some kind of um, help for themselves from your experience. I think that's so cool. Right. And for time management, because that's the big question. For time mm -hmm. management, how is your week? set up how do you set up your week because it is by your own metric what do you do um <clears throat> uh this is gonna be like the worst advice ever i'm gonna have everyone take this <laughs> like a salt okay <laughs> all right um my week is really uh like one word i wing it if i'm being completely honest i just wing it and um i know that sounds like like bad but in all honesty i just work better that way um if I, I set like the most important things, which would be like my assignment dates and stuff like that. I make sure that all that stuff is kind of set and I have a specific time. Um, but like in terms of, are you asking like, how do I manage like a podcast along with like everything? Yeah. Everything. Like, okay. like okay. family, so, school, podcasts, all of it. So with my schoolwork, I'll have, like I said, the stuff scheduled and that's already set. So I know exactly when to do it and that'll get done. Um, <clears throat> with the podcast, um, I, I kind of already have an idea like a month or like weeks in advance of like who I'm going to have on and when I'm going to have them on. And that's usually on a Saturday for the most part. Um, yeah, I think most of my episodes, if not all have been on a Saturday, which is super easy for me because then it's like, okay, it's a day that I already like kind of give myself anyways. Uh, and that's only an hour. Um, then as far as family goes, I try to see my family like once every two weeks, um, which means I'm making a two hour drive down to Dallas, um, which is doable. It's manageable. Um, I go down there and I'll, make, I'll hang out with them for however long. And then I'll just kind of like put two or three hours aside to like study and stuff like that. So um, I also play Fortnite every night for everyone listening. So all the Fortnite players out there, you can survive it's doable. Um, horrible. Don't take my advice. I'm so sorry. Hey, Courtney, Courtney, cut that. <laughs> She's going to leave some of them in here now. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Um, that's basically it. 
I'm not like, I'm not a super scheduled guy. Like I don't have my like notepad and highlighted and I don't, I don't do all that. I just can't, like, I don't, I can't have that. I have um, specific dates like on my calendar kind of thing, like on my laptop, which I guess is the same thing, mm-hmm. but I'm not a very like, super, I'm not super organized in that sense where I kind of like keep everything just bottled up in me and I just go from there. It works so well. It hasn't failed me yet. We'll find out if I get through this program. <laughs> no, don't jinx it. Please. No. <laughs> no. But I was going to say, and for some people, I mean, that's your way of doing it. That's always how you've done it. And it's gotten you through this far. So it shouldn't, shouldn't fail you now. Um, so for people out there who are worried about structure and you know you're the type of person undergrad who, you know, wrote down their assignments but didn't really have a set schedule, like, that's okay. Just in PT school, you might have to adjust a little bit because there will be more assignments and more exams, et cetera. But, you know, just (laughs) know that, (laughs) et cetera. (laughs) But just know that you know yourself the best and you just have to go off of what, what you thrive on. And if that's not really having a schedule and, you know, just knowing what dates you need to do um, your assignments, then that's totally fine. Um, But yeah, that's a really cool perspective because no one has really told us that yet. So you are the first person. Yeah, well, I'm glad to be the the standalone in my my Fortnite Wiz. I love that because a lot of people, like you said, they think they have to drop everything, they have to drop their Fortnite, they have to drop like whatever is going on. And that's just not the case. And that's what we're here to tell you guys. Um, Absolutely. Your proof Those are, that's the biggest takeaway. I feel like if you're going to get anything from this episode, just know that you can, you can, you can survive. Um, you can survive and you can, and you can excel even um, as long as you, are keeping your mental like sanity, maintain that mental sanity. I think my, I think that's the vibe I'm trying to put out there is that I want you, whoever's listening to understand that you can maintain that mental sanity and do whatever it is that makes you feel like yourself and makes you feel good. Cause PT, PT school has a way of making you feel like, like you're not yourself. And so um, just find your outlet, take advantage of that outlet. Um, even when you feel guilty about it, just do it. You'll perform so much more better because I dived into my schoolwork my first semester entirely, 100%. Like this, this Muhammad that you're talking to is not the Muhammad that I was. Um, like my first semester, I was super stupid. I was putting in like eight hours a day and I was just like draining myself, just killing myself. And those were honestly my worst grades yet. So time put in and in, in grades no correlation there so i don't know no. so far well for, for me for me i'm sorry for me <laughs> but yeah that is actually a really funny story and for people who obviously we're doing this over video but i was legit pointing at myself because that <laughs> that was that was pretty much all of us and putting in multiple hours i know for me that was the case and i was beating myself to the ground and burning out. But I mean, we have all evolved and changed within um, since the first semester. And you have to learn 
what your outlets are and what makes you happy. Even if it's watching and, you know, watching a show on Netflix when you should be studying or you need to go to bed, that's like, that's the one thing when you need to go to bed and you watch an episode <laughs> or it's time to watch Netflix. I know. Yes. Or, you know, anything, even if you are juggling like us with doing the podcast and having school and friends, family, social life, etc., still find time for yourself because that's going to be so important in, in your whole, you know, journey through school, because you need that time to decompress and kind of get away from everybody because you're with your classmates so many hours a day for five or more days a week. So, you know, you have to have that time. And I think that's so important because for, like you said, once you, you're not studying for hours at a time, you'll find that your, your grades are better, your scores are better, and you're more, you're not so stressed out and anxious. And I know over a year I found that, and I'm just going to say this, I'm in midterm week and yes, I'm a little stressed, but I'm not, I'm not like out studying for hours at a time. I probably, this is probably the one midterm week where I haven't, this is like the least amount of studying I've done in a midterm week, yeah. you know, yeah. because Good for you, you know, the, yeah, you know the <laughs> material, but it's not, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. You're, you're, you're basically saying that you understand that you'll, you'll, you'll get by it because you know that you know the material, you know, you, you've already done your part. And so, um, right now is like your time. Cause it's so high stress, like super high stress. Uh, it's a super high stress environment and you're always surrounded by people who are super like insanely highly stressed, like all that stuff. And so it like, it, it takes a toll on you. So you're taking your time right now just to kind of like breathe and relax and take advantage of that. No, I understand completely. I feel that way every single like finals week. Everyone's freaking out running around and I got my headphones on Fortnite. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, guys. Okay. I really don't play Fortnite that often. I promise. I'm not, I'm not that geeky. I'm just, I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to make a point. I, I play Fortnite, if I'm being completely honest, 100%, like maybe five times a week. Okay, that's a lot. Right. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. And you know what? It seems counterintuitive. Everyone listening who maybe hasn't started PT school yet, and you're hearing us say like, oh, studying less equals better grades, which of course, you should, you, you have to pass your classes. But yes. like, there is a plateau where studying more does not equal better grades and you have to find where that is and how much studying you really need to do and how much time you really need to take for yourself. And for you, how do you stay sane? How do you keep a good head on your shoulders throughout all of this, Muhammad? The way I stay sane is, um, <clears throat> aside from Fortnite, obviously, is uh, I made time for my family. Um, I think they keep me grounded so well. Um, like I said earlier, PT school has a way of just making you feel like you're not yourself. And when you're, when I'm around my family, I just feel like a hundred percent myself. And so it's good to just kind of like feel rejuvenated and be with them and just kind of, you know, let that kind of settle in. Um, I know a major contributor as well as my girlfriend, shout out Isabel. She just recently moved out. You can see my apartment. It's all gone. It's all empty now. <laughs> but she moved out um she's she got a job in austin um 
Uh, no, she actually got tired of me playing Fortnite. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she moved out. She went to Austin. She got a great job as a teacher, as a fourth grade teacher over there. And she kept me grounded. She kept me grounded this entire first year of PT school. Like without her, probably would have went insane. So shout out to Isabel. Um, but yeah. And so I think family, friends, going back home is like my main way of keeping myself sane. That's a really good thing. Working out as well too, but you know. That's also a side thing. Which is also something students should do. Go work out, guys. 100%. Make time for it. Even if it's just like 20 minutes on the treadmill, like do it. I hate cardio. I will never tell you to go on the treadmill. Um, but uh, go do some kettlebell swings or go do like, <laughs> like go do something that just gets your heart rate up, you know? Um, don't be that person that reads the book on the treadmill, please. I hate that so much. Don't do that. I hate that. <laughs> like the people who are like reading, like we're on the treadmill. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm obviously joking. You can do that if you want. I just, that's my personal bias. Take it away, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I, I hate treadmills as well. Obviously, I don't hate cardio. I'm currently training for half Ironman, but Ooh, um, nice. Just to prove a point, you can still study on a bike inside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She's like, no, Muhammad, bike is fine. <laughs> the bike is fine. I literally was doing that the other day. Gabby and I, we totally forgot about a call we had with somebody. And I was riding and doing work on my phone, like for the podcast and also studying. And then I'm like, oh my God, Gabby, I forgot we have a call. I still have like an hour and a half on this bike. I'm just going to do it from the bike. And we did it from the bike. Yeah, we no. did it from the bike, and it worked out. It was great. Oh, you're a legend. That's perfect. Yeah. So do, do what works. And I know I'm not a type of person. I, I don't like the treadmill. I like running outside. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was never a person to have my notes in front of me. Um, I just think that's just too much work and too much effort where you're trying to, like, get all your papers together, and you're working out, and you're sweaty. Not a good combination. The purpose too, like like you're there to get away from school and to relieve your stress. Like, why are you adding stress to your stress like reliever? You know? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But but, you know, Sarah, I do. I am okay with the bike. Actually, now I think about it, I've never done it, but (laughs) I think about it now, and I'm like, okay, well, if you're sitting down, okay, that at least makes a little bit more sense. Like, it's fine. That's cool. I wouldn't recommend studying though. I I fully agree. I never study while I'm working out. I always am doing like work, which I put little quotations for those of you who can't see, which is everybody, but (laughs) like working, like I'm doing podcast things, which for me doesn't feel like work, you know, like, like it's a stress relief. So I'm trying to combine all the stress relief things in one so that when I'm done, then I can just focus and get my studying done. Yes. Perfect. You go girl. Great stuff. <laughs> yes. So what is one thing, if you can name a time so far in school, what has been a class or something that has been your obstacle or hardest thing to go through? We can even go into like failing. Ooh, failing. Okay. Um, I listened to one of y'all's episodes. Um, recently and i think it was with the curly clinician i think it was with her 
maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, it was someone else. Um, but you said something, I think it was similar to everyone's failed like a test in PT school. Who was that Sarah or was that Gabby? One of y'all, who knows? <laughs> but someone said that. And so I was like, I feel that. I feel that because I mean, obviously I've, I've failed one um, as well. And that was like devastating to me. And you kind of go through this thing where you just feel like, man, do I deserve to be here? Like, um, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Uh, maybe I didn't put in enough effort. You just start questioning yourself and you kind of go through this like, like loop from hell is what I like to call it. And so it's like, you just go through this thing where you just kind of feel like um, you're, you're, you're drowning yourself and all this like negative self-talk. Um, but your question, which was again, how, like, how does that feel? Was that, was that, like, how does that feel like to go through that? Like, how did you overcome it? How did I overcome it? I think having, again, my family around and to like my girlfriend as well, <clears throat> to kind of like bring me back up, like, <clears throat> like, hey, you know, you've made it this far and, you know, this grade doesn't reflect who you are um, and who you will be as a PT. Um, and she started bringing up things like, you know, you used to talk about this PT who failed the NPTE. I once told her about that. And she's like, you know, isn't, isn't he like one of your, your favorite mentors? And I was like, oh, yeah, 100%. And so I started to think about that kind of stuff where, you know, some people that I used to look up to or I still look up to, but, you know, I'm not around anymore. They failed you know, in their life and they're amazing PTs. And I used to work underneath that person. And, um, and so I, I hold, I hold on, ugh, sorry, I hold on to that. And so, um, yeah, that's my way of overcoming it. I guess just kind of think about like, don't, don't give yourself negative self-talk, obviously. Um, and then just remember that failure is necessary for improvement. So Oh, I love that. Failure is necessary for improvement. Absolutely. That is so true. And everybody who's listening, I mean, you've, you've all gone through failing a test or an exam and in undergrad, it's, you know, yeah, it's hard, but in grad school, it's a little different because this is what you need to know for your career. And, you know, even, even more so for the NPTE, like failing the NPTE, um, you know, once or twice, we, we have known some people who failed it and it doesn't define who you're going to be as a clinician. It's an exam. Yes, you need to pass because it's your board exam, but, you know, just know that it doesn't define you as a person. And I like what you said, failure is necessary. Or. It was probably quoted by someone way smarter than me, but I'll, I'll take it for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's, it's an amazing quote. And really what you said, people need to get out of their own shell. You know, you have to put, take your perspective, get it out of your own head, put it in somebody else's, and then look at yourself from their perspective. Um, not your classmates, not your professors, someone outside of your yes. program. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. And I talked about that with Kai and Andrea's, uh, the physio tutors. And we talked about how like I have this issue with like comparing myself to a lot of people in the classroom because 
or in PT school, you're obviously going to be surrounded by a ton of like very, very smart individuals. And so, um, it's really easy to just kind of get caught up in that. Oh man, they made that great. And I'm over here with this and yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to be a great PT. They're going to be so much better than me. And it's like, stop, like, don't, don't give yourself that negative self-talk. They're on a different path than you. You're on your own path. You're going to do, you're here again, like you're here for a reason. I'm going to reiterate everything I've said. You're here for a reason. And um, if you're getting by, um, if you're doing everything that you can, you're just kind of like skimming by, then so be it. You know, who cares? You're, you're doing what's necessary to get through. And as long as you're understanding the material, that's the most important thing. Right. I mean, I sound like a teacher right now, but it's really, it's true. Like as long as you actually get it and you're not just memorizing this thing for a test to get that a, then you're going to be a solid PT. And really so everything that I've learned, even like doing this podcast, the people that I interview, the information that I hear is like so many things are different than what I actually learned in PT school itself. So it's like, sometimes you may not, you might find yourself that you're not even using things that you learned in PT school. Like you're, you're going to learn things just solely based off experience and you're going to be a great PT. So that helps. Oh. I'm so positive. I wish I would talk to myself more often. Maybe That's I should so true. Talk, talk to myself in the mirror, maybe or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody, I mean, who are resonating, I know I, I took, I just took a moment and I was like, wow, this is, I need this right now. Sometimes we just need to hear it ourselves and to take a step back and think, okay, we've made it this far. Mm-hmm. Don't stop comparing yourself and do you like, you're going to be fine. So yeah. Do you. Perfect words. I love, love it. it. <laughs> you do you. You just have to play the game to get through PT school, quite honestly. That's um, exactly what I say. Yes, just play the game. Just just play by their rules. I mean, um, you know, I love my I love everybody that teaches me. I love all my professors to death. They're amazing, amazing. I love them so much. Um, you know, um, you know, something that you don't agree with, but again, you just have to play ball. Just play ball get through, do what they need you to do. Even if you don't necessarily agree with it, get by and you'll be just fine. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love it. So leading into that, what advice would you give to accepted PT students who haven't started quite yet or current, well, and or current PT students who are currently going through what we're going through right now? I, you know, I love this because this is exactly what I tell people at the end of my podcasts. I'll tell them to give me like three tips, one for accepted. And, and so I love that. Like the tables are turned now and I'm on the other side and I don't know what to say now. So, um, <clears throat> so for someone who's accepted, um, my biggest piece of advice is if you still have some time before school starts, take advantage of that time. Don't feel like you have to go and get like all these anatomy books and, and dive into the work and brush up on all this stuff. No, because you're going to learn it when you get in there and you're going you're gonna to be thrown into the fire almost quite literally. And you're going you're gonna to get your, you're going to find your way. Again, you made it there for, they wanted you there. You got, you got the seat. So um, you'll, you'll, you'll find your way to show that you prove or to prove that you deserve that seat. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to study like an insane amount before you start. Um, my second, what was it? The, someone who's already in school right now, struggling like us. Um, kind of like everything we've already talked about in terms of like, 
you know, don't one, don't compare yourself to other students in the classroom. That's probably like my main thing. Um, if that's your main thing, then stop. Um, find time for yourself to uh, regain that mental capacity to actually do work that you need to do. Um, so if that means Fortnite, if that means hanging out with your girlfriend, if that means running on a treadmill, if that means, you know, studying with on a bike, you know, do whatever you got to do to just, you know, take your brain away from everything and no, not sitting on a bike, I lied, not sitting on a bike, doing stuff that you like to do on a bike <laughs> and um, just find a way to just kind of, um, you know, get your outlet. And so, or yeah, find your outlet and then just move forward from that. Step away from PT school, get your mind off everything physical therapy and don't feel guilty because you'll be just fine. Love it. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Mic this has drop. been so fun. My Good. I think it was, yeah, my drop. Bam. Done. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it has been really fun. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. This is great. Yes. I'm so glad we all connected and we're definitely going to have to keep up um, with each other going through school. And let's see, you graduate next year. I graduate December, 2020. Yes. Next year. The end next of next year. year. End of next year. Okay. Got it. That's yes. so exciting. And I'm sorry. I'm, I never asked when I graduated. We both graduate May, 2021. Ooh, nice. Very, very nice. Yes. So this is, this can be included or not included. Well, find out but do you know <laughs> where you're going so in regards to clinicals which we didn't talk about oh, yeah. have you That's had it. clinicals or are you how does your program do it with like your third year long-term clinicals Yes, that's a, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I really I wanted to talk about it. that's good. Um, my program has like it's kind of weird. Um, the first clinical is a two week clinical and it's kind of like you know putting your toes into the water kind of thing. Um, and so um, they kind of break it up by percentages in terms of like how much percent you'll actually be able to like how much percent of like PT stuff you'll actually be able to do. Um, I'm not really sure off the top of my head right now, but um, it's a very small percentage and then it kind of builds up like in terms of like caseload and workload and stuff like that. So there's a two week clinical um, this August at the end of our semester. Um, there is an eight week clinical. God, I'm so bad. See, maybe I do need a planner. <laughs> eight week clinical um, sometime later. Then we have two 11 week clinicals after that. And so what is that total of, what is that? I'm so bad at math. That's 30. why I became you guys. 32. <laughs> there it is. Good. Thank you. So 32 weeks. Um, my first clinical is going to be an outpatient ortho clinic. And um, I'm hoping to get into um, sports ortho um, outpatient. I know it's super cliche, right? But, um, but that's, that's kind of, that's my passion right now. And so that's what I hope to get into. Uh, I do have another clinical set um, but I'm not going to jinx it. So I'm going to like keep that on the down low for now. And then I'll let you guys know <laughs> with the mics off, but that's going to be um, my final kind of rotation. I'm really looking forward to those. So really excited. How about you guys? Have you guys started clinicals yet? Go ahead, Gabby. You want to tell them? So we've already been saying this for a little while, but my first clinical is also in August. It's a weird two-weeker no idea what I'll actually be doing there, but you know what? Oh, I'm right. doing it as a vacation and yeah. I'll be living with Gabby 
for two weeks down in High Point, North Carolina. I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm in the middle of nowhere, PA. So I will be driving not this Saturday, but next Saturday, like eight and a half hours or whatever it is to come down there and stay for a couple of weeks. That is super awesome. I'm sure you guys are like super excited for that. Yes, it's very unreal because we've only met twice. So <laughs> it's so crazy. And look how much you guys have accomplished, like just online. That's insane. Great stuff. It is quite insane. But Gabby, what about your clinical that you had already? Yeah, for sure. So I actually had my first seven week. <clears throat> Excuse me, let me start that over. Courtney, you can cut that out. <laughs> I love that. I need an intern. Um, okay, so I had my first seven week clinical in my third semester. And what my program does, they split us up in half. So 30 go to clinic, 30 are in class, and then we switch halfway through. So then that was my first seven week in an outpatient setting. This fall, uh, so starting in Will it be September? I think so. I'll be in an in it. Uh, I'll be in acute care because Ooh. I have to do an acute care rotation. And then after that, I found out my um, so we do three seven week clinicals and then two 12 week clinicals. And just found out one of my 12 week clinicals, which will be an outpatient ortho. Mm, nice. So, Is that okay. I might have missed it. Is that your passion? Is that what you want to do? I do want to, I, yes, I do want to do outpatient. However, I'm still keeping an open mind because inpatient, I haven't, I've shadowed, but I haven't had a clinical in an inpatient rehab setting. So who knows? Your mind can always change, but right now it's outpatient ortho. Very nice. Awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, I'm really excited. I don't know. I'm like very nervous about it. I just, I Facebook stalked my two CIs that I'm going to have. And like, I have, I know literally almost everything about them now. And so I'm splitting that. <laughs> so weird. I'm so, <laughs> I'm splitting these CIs with another person in my class, uh, Carly. And so I was texting her yesterday. And I was like, I was like, okay, they love the Toronto Raptors. One of them was like a hype beast. They love shoes. Um, the other one like loves volleyball. This is great. Okay. So I'm going to study volleyball. We're going to get you a new pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna win them over <laughs> it's gonna be great so that's my tip for everyone going into clinicals just facebook stock your ci done <laughs> hopefully we release this after you've already had that clinical <laughs> <laughs> they like listen in and like here i'm like, exposed <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny no but i think that'll be so fun i i'm excited for you and it's of course it's gonna be nerve-wracking you know you're not gonna know what the hell you're doing but you just go with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'd be great. I appreciate oh. you coming on today. I've got to head out. Um, but if you guys wanted to cover anything else, you're welcome to stay on. But I'm actually, no, you're good. You're like done. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, no, no. I'm good. We can keep, I can talk for hours. You guys don't, you guys might want to just like hang up on me, honestly. Hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm good. But no, this is great. We can just cut it right here. I'm good. Right. Perfect. Yeah. We appreciate you. Oh, where can people find your podcast? Yes. Um, my podcast, if you go to Halo Effect Podcast on Instagram, there's a like all-encompassing link where you just hit it and it'll like show you all the other like platforms I'm on. So whether it's Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Apple, you'll find it all there. Um, my Instagram is my main thing and that's it. Okay. So 
-hmm. we will put it in the description as usual so everyone can find you and if people have questions is that the best way to reach out to you can they email you what are you open to uh giving yeah to feel free to feel free to email me my email is actually in the same like bio so if you just like hit email you'll be able to send me one but yeah feel free to email me i'm always open to like suggestions or anything like topic ideas people that you want me to bring on or if you just want to talk we can talk so yeah always open for that perfect thanks so much for coming on and i'm sure we'll stay in touch and chat soon Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you. It was so much fun and we'll definitely be keeping up. So for sure, for sure. Thank you guys so much. Seriously. I'm like, it's so funny because you guys brought me on and I was thinking the whole time that we were going to have like this, like, that's why I kind of like flipped the interview on you guys. I was thinking it was going to be like, we all just kind of like flip. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're interviewing me. Crap. Okay. Here it goes. <laughs> oh, like, oh, oh no, that's <laughs> totally fine. Oh, no, I gla I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we yeah. did that. Okay, good. Because I was like, man, like I've been reaching out to them and like, they're like, wow, this guy's like begging to get on our podcast. I'm like, that's not, I was just trying to like, like get this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing like a group hug motion with your group hug motion. <laughs> but see, now we, now we know each other and like talk to each other. It's, it makes sense. And it worked out perfectly. Like this, this style going back and forth was, I mean, because we all have very similar things going on right now in relationship to school and podcasts. So that was awesome. That was so much for fun. Sure. Like sure. that made my night, awesome. my day, my whole day, actually. Good, good. I'm glad I made you guys. Day. All right. I'll let you guys know because I know you got to, I know you got to head out, Sarah, but thank you guys so much. All right. Yeah. I really appreciate all right. It. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.